Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Use Your Powers for Good. I'm your host, Carolyn Ofer-Mozell, and I'm so glad that you're here. This is a podcast to inspire leaders, managers, and supervisors to use your powers for good to put more kindness into the world. As a leader, it's important for you to find ways to reduce your stress, find your balance, and bring the highest version of yourself to your work, family, and the people you lead to create a positive workplace culture. So today I want to talk to you about job burnout. I came across two studies in the last few weeks that talked about job burnout before the pandemic and then during the pandemic. The first survey was taken in 2019 and showed that 76% of employees said that they experienced some type of burnout on the job. And the survey that was taken during the pandemic, which was July 2020, found that 75% of people that have experienced burnout um, have experienced burnout at work, and 40% said that they experienced it specifically during the time of the pandemic. So that had me thinking um, that my takeaway from all of that was most workers entered the pandemic already experiencing some type of burnout. And that's really huge um, considering all of the things that are going on in the world um, that, you know, that have to be managed um, outside of work and then come to work and then you experience burnout, then what is that doing to all of us? You know, we need to really like that made me think we need to really be focused and intentional about taking care of ourselves, especially as leaders, because we need to be the people who are bringing, you know, our full self, full healthy self to our, um, to the people that we lead. So, you know, most of us recognize that job burnout um, is, you know, really tied to some type of physical or emotional um, exhaustion. And I have a few questions that you can ask yourself just to help you understand if you are one of those people experiencing burnout, because sometimes we we may be experiencing burnout, but don't realize it because sometimes you can burn yourself out by um, being really invested in, 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 um, working, um, a lot in a job or a project or, um, a, in a position that you really love. So you really don't recognize that you are having burnout, uh, or that you are experiencing burnout. So ask yourself these questions. Have you become cynical or critical at work? Do you drag yourself to work and have trouble getting started? Have you become irritable or impatient with coworkers, customers, or clients? Do you lack the energy to be consistently productive and find it hard to concentrate? Do you lack satisfaction from your achievements? Are you using food, drugs, or alcohol to feel better or simply not feel? Have your sleep habits changed? And are you troubled by unexplained headaches, stomach, or digestive problems or other physical complaints? 
Now, this is a list of questions that was, that is provided by the Mayo Clinic. And if you can answer yes to any of those questions, then you are experiencing some level of burnout. Job burnout can be caused because you feel like you have lack of control um, in your job. You know, that can take the form of um, an inability to make uh, decisions that affect your job directly, such as like your schedule, your assignments, your workload. Um, I know that when I was in city government, my schedule was never my schedule. And I was always, uh, my schedule was always at the whim of the mayor or the council president, depending on who I was, was working off working with at that time. So that could be a form of um, cause you to have some burnout as well, because the unpredictability of um, your schedule or assignments or the workload can lead to burnout. Unclear job expectations um, can lead to burnout. Dysfunctional workplace dynamics can lead to burnout. You know, if you have an office bully or you are feeling undermined by your colleagues or being micromanaged by a boss, that can contribute to job stress and burnout. Ex experiencing extremes of activity. You know, when your job is really monotonous or on the other end of it, really chaotic, your energy is all over the place and that can lead to fatigue and job burnout. So in this case, you need to find some ways to recover that energy so that you are not operating at one or the other extreme. You lack social support. If you feel isolated um, in your personal life or in your work life, that can lead to stress and then burnout. You have work-life imbalance. And this is um, where if your work takes up so much of your time and effort that you don't have the energy to spend time with your family or friends, you may burn out quickly. And that's what I was referencing um, a little earlier um, that I spoke about. So here's a list of risk factors that you should consider when you um, just consider just so that you can be on the watch out on the watch for these things so that if you're not burnt in burnout, that you can avoid those and be more proactive about it. So you are more likely to experience job burnout, according to the Mayo Clinic. If you identify so strongly with work that you lack balance between your work life and your personal life, you have a high workload, including overtime, and you try to be everything that everyone, your work is in a helping profession such as healthcare, and you feel you have little or no control over your work your, or your job is monotonous. And I just want to put a special shout out to our um, to the people who are in the helping profession, so, such as healthcare workers. You know, they are on the front line and are experiencing a burnout. I'm sure that um, you know is way beyond what they ever imagined when they took on the mission of helping people. So some consequences as uh, of job burnout, which, you know, we are familiar with a lot of these excessive stress, fatigue and insomnia, sadness, anger, or irritability, alcohol or substance misuse, heart disease, 
high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and vulnerability to other illnesses. Because if you stress and burnout really makes your immune system vulnerable, which makes you vulnerable to other illnesses. Because I remember when I was would get really stressed and burned out, I, I can almost guarantee that I was going to get some type of cold or sore throat or something like that. So um, I always try to, as I, as I grew in leadership, became more intentional in trying to manage my stress so that I would not burn out and get a cold because my rationale was I couldn't afford to get sick because I had too much to do. That's kind of a vicious cycle, but the point is being aware about these things so that you can take a proactive action to mitigate the, um, the risk and and the damage that you could um, could cause upon could, could happen to you um, if you cause these things to go um, um, unattended. So I do want to end by saying that balance is defined in the dictionary as bringing into harmony or proportion. And I want to be very clear that balance is something that is different for everyone. You know, balance will be different if you have a family. It would be different if you have, you know, if you if you have if you're a single mom or dad with kids. It'll be different if you own a business. It'll be different if you um, manage employees. It'll be different if you manage projects. It'll be different if you work in the community etc. So balance is different for everyone. But I do believe that once we educate ourselves on the options of creating balance, and once we become more self-aware about um, being proactive about lessening our risk of burnout and the stress, then we can you know, achieve some level of balance and bring our life into some level of harmony or proportion that makes us feel happy. Not anyone else, but yourself feel happy. So thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, be better today than yesterday. Be better tomorrow than today. Bye for now.